right, we are back. It's a two TV sports Tosh and Jerry podcast. Back again today. We're going to talk to you about the NFL contenders or pretenders classic segment. Jerry, we thought that we, we thought we would do our own rendition on it. We're going to go from top ten teams in the NFL. Any other teams we talk about? Simply put, contender or pretender. I'm excited to get into this with you, Jerry. Yeah, you forgot fraudulent with the Pats and the Packers. Jesus, man. I mean, I'm excited and fired up to do contenders, pretenders. It's a, it's a game as old as and the NFL itself, really, at this time of the year. Uh, but Jesus, our teams are brutal. You got your double yeah, pairs, and that's always good to see. But oof, barely. I don't even think I don't even think the Packers qualify as being fraudulent. I think that they're they're a level below that. They're they're just <laughs> they're a pathetic. dumpster fire. Yeah, they're supposed <laughs> to be good, and they yeah they're not even pretending anymore. Jeez, all right, so yeah. let's, let's jump let's right get in. into it. Uh, the team with the best record, the Philadelphia Eagles, eleven and one. Jalen Hurts looking like an MVP candidate. Jerry, are they? A pretender or a contender? I mean, obviously they're a contender, right? Like the only loss was to the Washington mm-hmm. Commanders on a on an on a uh, off night divisional game. I think it, when you look at the NFC, their road is going to be really, really easy with only a team and a half maybe in their way. Now that uh, Mr. Purdy's starting for the San Francisco 49ers, we'll see what he's made of. Um, but I think this roster, especially the O line, is really well built. They can move it in the air. I think everyone's worried about Hertz's uh, passing the ball. Like he lit up uh, the Titans this past weekend, like 200 yards in the first half. I'm not really worried about them with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith on the outside. So I, they're definitely a contender. Yeah, I've I've been lower on the Eagles than most, but I do think you have to say they're a contender. Um, I, I flip flopped. Yeah, like said- I started out not believing them, hitting it on them, and they won me over. Like fully won me over. Jalen Hurts is good enough to where he's not just going to be a complete, like, no-show in the playoffs, I think. Um, Their defense is not great, but they're going to be playing a lot of home playoff games. That crowd, their O-line, like... Dude, have fun going into Philly. Like, their only, like, exit, the first chance of exit will be in the NFC Championship at home. So good luck going into Philly in late January. That crowd, good team. I don't know, man. I, I don't and see. Part I see of it, part of it too is like who else is in the NFC? I mean, we'll get to some of these teams, but like, I just we saw the Vikings play in Philly. We saw the Cowboys play in Philly. The Niners don't have a quarterback, and I guess you got the Giants next. <laughs> the Seahawks, the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks would be interesting. Brady in Philly, but the Bucks look like a complete just chaotic team so yeah, the fact they won the- last night was unbelievable it's not unbelievable it's pretty but oh my god they look bad for most of that game Oof. yeah against a really bad team uh all right team number two ten and two the minnesota vikings uh they've been beaten up on on some of these shit nfc teams um and i i i i do think they're a little bit fraudulent at ten and two. Um, their point differential is only plus ten. They're, they've scored way less points than a lot of these great teams. I think I'm going to have to say the Vikings are fraudulent. I think they're a pretender. Kirk Cousins, primetime Kirk, is going to show up again in the playoffs. Um, the one thing though is Justin Jefferson's a bad man, and he can win you games. But I'm, I'm with you. A pretender. I'm with you. Justin Jefferson, a game changer, but the Vikings as a team are pretenders, fraudulent. 
dude, you can't trust primetime Kirk come playoff time. We've seen Minnesota in these wonky games. You know their their kicker is going to blow it down the stretch. And the fourth, three seconds time on the clock, hooked left, Vikings lose. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, That's... it's classic. That's how it's going to end. And I, I mean, I, it's going to be heartbreaking for them, obviously, but very, very predictable season for them to end. And I mean, That's... some of these fluky one-possession games they've won, like they can't keep that up. And although JJ is a game wrecker, yeah, I, I don't trust him to carry them all the way to uh, to prominence. Yeah, and I mean, they lost to the Cowboys at home 40-3. to um, So <laughs> that that didn't look good. Um, yeah. Their kicking game is the major issue. I don't trust Greg Joseph. Everybody all. has, I will say, though, all, all these teams have bad losses, right? Like the Eagles to the Commanders. 40-3, to three, the, Packers, the Packers beat the Cowboys. Okay, that is a terrible loss. But, I mean, there are some bad losses along the way for all these teams. Um, I will say that's a bad that's a bad one along the way, and I'm with you that Minnesota should be in the pretender category. Um, I, I think also their their defense is just not like the Eagles have given up 226 points, the Bills have given up 209, uh, Cowboys 206, Niners 190, Ravens 236, Chiefs 270, and then you got the Vikings at 279. So, uh, like I said, point differential is not good. Quarterback worries me. Defense worries me. First-time head coach. Kicking game worries me. They have first-round loss written all over them. One of the classic, just like... Host a home game, gets upset, team. gets bounced early. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be... This race is going to be interesting. I guess it looks like they're pretty locked into that two two or three seed, but uh, who's I mean, I don't four seed? really see anybody jumping up and grabbing the two seed from them. So, uh, yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah, and the NFC, NFC does seem to be pretty top heavy. So, mm-hmm. like, maybe they won't lose in the first round, but round two, if they have to play the Cowboys or Niners, even with the Niners quarterback situation, I'm not loving that for the for the Vikings. So, I'm glad you mentioned the 49ers because, as the current three seed, they're next on our game of contenders and pretenders. And I'll start. And I think the San Francisco Niners, after the Jimmy G injury, are contenders to make it this year. Uh, because I think Kyle Shanahan can disguise enough uh, and hide Blake Purdy, obviously the big deficiency at quarterback. Um, could he really be that much of a drop-off from this season's Jimmy G? Like, I mean, I don't think so. Also, a notch in the hat here to why I think this could work with this roster. Roster's loaded. And we saw Jared Goff under Sean McVay get to the Super Bowl. Now, he shit the bet against the Pats when he got there. But I think you can Kyle Shanahan's ability as a coach and with this roster can do enough to disguise Blake Purdy's deficiencies as Mr. Irrelevant filling in for Jimmy G. Yeah, um, this is a hard one because I had the Niners as a Super Bowl favorite uh, while they were healthy with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And I was, ne- I was never high on Jimmy either. So, like, I just, I'm a huge believer in their roster. I also am a believer in the fact that, that, someone like if Brock Purdy's not the answer, they're going to be cycling through guys. They're going to be trying to get guys out of retirement. They're going to be doing anything means possible to find themselves a quarterback. Uh, they said Jimmy G is might he, he, they said he's got the Liz Frank injury. It's going to be seven to eight weeks. So there's a chance he might be back like for the super bowl, um, which would be, which Tough would be to crazy play for that one. But yeah, yeah. They, the Niners, I mean, they're going to have to win road games with, no QB. Um, so I think I, I think I'm going to say they're a pretender. I just think the, the the quarterback situation is just too bad. Going into Philly, okay. uh, going playing Dallas. If they go into Philly, though, that's the championship game, which means they're right there. They're one of the four best teams. 
So maybe it doesn't if there's five, yeah. you know, in the AFC, but you know, point outstanding. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. I just, it's, that's a lot for a team to go through. Like they had the whole Trey Lance thing and they had the whole Jimmy G thing. People, especially out here. I don't know. If Dude, you, they're the like, nobody believes in us team. They are um, the ones that are yeah. galvanized inside that locker room. Everybody is not giving them a shot on the outside. Dude, I like this Niners team even still. CMC, that addition, I think still underrated what he brings yeah, to the but I'm, I'm kind of more in the mindset that, like, the, the quarterback's going to have to make some plays. Like, in, hey, that, It makes sense to doubt the Niners after their starting quarterback goes down, after both starting quarterbacks go down. I think it's natural to doubt them after that. And, I don't know if you, because I'm obviously out here in the Bay and SF, like the whole quarterback, it's just been a crazy thing in the Niner media about. Is the local you, market down on the team? <laughs> well, it's more just, do you go with Trey Lance? Like the whole saga, do you go with Trey Lance third season? Do you go with Jimmy G? Jimmy G's back. Like now who do you go with next year? Draft like <laughs> no, I think it's I think I think it's Lance's team once he comes back. It has to be. They they're from third overall. So you just get rid of Jimmy G next year? Yeah, trade him. Yeah, I mean you do. You have to at this point. <laughs> this the saga continues. So I just think it's too much. I'm gonna call the Niners a pretender. Um next up in the NFC is the New York football giants. Uh Jerry, we were high on Danny Dimes three years ago before anyone else was. Uh, this is Danny Dimes that we knew could, he could be. Uh, had a lot of doubters out there, but he's leading the Giants. They're seven and four. They've got uh, a negative point differential, but uh, the wins are wins. And uh, I think uh, I'm going. I'm just going to have to say they're a pretender. <laughs> like this is not the, this is not the Giants' year. They need to add some pieces to their defense. They have no skill position players, so. We skipped uh, over a couple of good teams here I wanted to get to, but yeah, the Giants. I think the we'll Giants get to the are. AFC. We'll get to the AFC after that. No, I'm talking about the NFC as well. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll circle back to them, but the Giants, yeah. I mean, Dayball has done way more with this roster than I thought, you know, he ever could have, um, especially with, the, with Danny Dimes, you know, being who he is now that we know his body of work. Um, but yeah, this team's not going anywhere. So anytime I can shoot the Giants down is a good day. Um, two teams left in the NFC. I want to talk about real quick before we bounce over to the AFC. Keep in the division here with the Dallas Cowboys. And I want to get your take before I give you mine. Uh, yeah, the cow. I mean, you know, I've hopped on the Cowboys bandwagon. Big Mike McCarthy. Uh, I'm I'm rooting for him. So I'm gonna say the Cowboys are a contender, and um, I think this is mainly because of their defense and their running game. And then add on the fact that Dak Prescott is a competent quarterback. You've got CD lamb um, and Mike McCarthy's been there before. Yes. He's blown a lot of games, but I trust Mike McCarthy over like the Vikings coach in the playoffs over uh, Washington over what Tampa's doing. So they've got a ton of talent. Uh, they're playing well. I'm going to have to say contenders, although I would not be surprised if they just, fuck it up at some point yeah i mean the cowboys are pretenders 100 percent. they're pretending that they're going to get to the super bowl they do this every year for the exact reason you said big mike mccarthy is going to blow it whereas where o'connell with the vikings i have he hasn't been there you know his new coach uh i have a track record with mike mccarthy i know that he blows it in these games and for that reason i'm not worried about them making a run 
The only thing that would sway my opinion on this is if they do sign and Odell is healthy, if they sign Odell Beckham Jr., we saw he was a difference maker with the Rams last year. He was on track pace to be the Super Bowl MVP, so you can't say uh, that won't open up the offense even further for them. I do worry about C.D. Lamb uh, just a little bit. He's obviously a generational talent as well. This wide receiver class is incredible, but uh, come playoff time, if you can hone in and keep him to 80 yards or less, I think you can beat Dallas, you know, even if you do let Tony Pollard run all over you. So Dallas. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if we're thinking the Eagles will probably be the one seed, which in the, the Vikings will be the two seed, probably the Niners yeah, will be the three. And Dallas is going to have to Dallas. go on the road to the likes of Tampa and, you know, Minnesota at that point, so, which maybe Minnesota is not a big deal, but. It's yeah, it's really looking likely that Dallas is going to have to go on the road to either Tampa or SF and then probably follow up the next week on the road to Philly. And then the road's hard for Dallas on the road to. So Dallas, I mean, they they really need to somehow get they need to beat Philly and then hope that Philly loses another game somehow because then they would get the. The, the uh, division over Philly. Mm-hmm. Philly's loss of Washington would be the tiebreaker there. Um, so that's going to be a big, a big race to watch, I think, because uh, I would say whoever gets that top, whoever wins that division, I think is the Super Bowl favorite for the NFC. Um, the Eagles play at the Giants, at the Bears, at the Cowboys. So uh, if the Cowboys fans want a good shot, they're gonna have to w- they're gonna have to hope the Eagles lose either at the Giants or at the Bears, basically, because they're not losing to the Saints or Giants at home. You don't think? No, I'm 100 percent with you there. Um, I think that more or less takes care of the NFC, unless you want to talk about the Bucks, but they didn't look so good yesterday. Um, flipping to the yeah, I mean the the only thing you can say with the Bucks is Brady, but like. They're just, I don't know. It just doesn't look, look right. Something's not firing with that team. It doesn't this look like also, a great team. Let, let's say, though, that this this kind of is how it looked the first year with Brady, and then they caught fire. They were the five seed, and they They're not won a bunch of games right on now. the road. <laughs> Probably not, but they play the Niners this week on the road, which is a tough game, but yeah. who knows? Well, the, the difference Niners is, too, now their line's not great, and Mike Evans doesn't look like Mike Evans. I don't know who they put out there that looks like him, but that's not the guy we've come Yeah, to. I mean, so. give him a few weeks. He might start feeling better. Their line is also a major issue, but major. I'm not going to count out the Bucks just yet, um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that they're contender. They're scrappy. They'll find a way to be relevant, but yeah, I don't know if they have the Yeah, and then Seahawks and Washington, I just think they're pretenders. Yeah. Um, all right, so think, now to the AFC, Jerry. In the, in the AFC, I think the better question is, who is not a contender? I mean, this, this AFC is, is loaded through and through. I think, you know, maybe not the top 10 teams, but I would say seven to eight out of the top 10 in there could make a run. Yeah, I... I do think it's better than the NFC, but um, I'm not 100% sold on a lot of these teams like a lot of other people are. Um, I think the the middle of the AFC is definitely better, but the top end, I'm not completely sold on some of these teams. So I guess um, I don't go through it because Buffalo and Kansas City, I mean, you got to say both of them are contenders, like Mm -hmm. probably the two favorites. I was very critical of Buffalo for not making more moves at the deadline. Uh, 
J-Rob was trying to convince me that they, their roster was perfect and they shouldn't do anything. But I, you never know in the NFL. The injuries and on the Miller's defensive hurt. side of the ball is a little worrisome. And also Allen's yes. injury with the, with the UCL. Um, he, the Buffalo, I, I would say when Buffalo is firing at its best this season, they've looked better than any other team. They just haven't looked like that since week four or five, which is concerning. Yeah, uh, Allen's just injury slash his recklessness in the playoffs concerns me. If it's me. a Their close defense, game, you don't trust the Bills. If it's a high-scoring, you know, blah, you obviously, you know, you trust Yeah, um, their defense concerns me as well, although 209 points this year is pretty good. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I do have concerns about their secondary um, and their pass rush without Von Miller. I mean, their front seven's good, but. Um, if you have to play Mahomes, you better be ready, <laughs> you know. So, uh, they're contenders, though. Um, the Chiefs, same thing, like their defense worries me. Mahomes' recklessness also does worry me a little bit. Lack of a run game, uh, for both Bills and Chiefs, they're honestly very similar teams. They're very I similar. Trust- I was gonna say, they both don't run the ball very much or very well, so. I just trust Mahomes a little bit more. Um, one thing on the Bills too is everyone loves talking about all their weapons. I I think that they they could use like Diggs obviously. Ooh, it's great. Diggs. Yeah, but then who else? It's like, like dude, dude, Dave Davis, Davis is... goes deep once a game. Mackenzie gets open occasionally. Like, dude, what are we talking about? It's just Diggs, which yeah. is unstoppable. Dawson but... Knox is okay. He's not like a top ten. Top Dawson end, Knox is think. made by Josh Allen, not the other way around. Let's get that straight. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the Chiefs have better weapons. Like, if the Chiefs get healthy, their they weapons do. would... Dude, Pacheco, Tony, Juju Smith-Schuster, Pacheco, Kelsey. Dude, way better. Hardman. Offense. Way better. Uh, yeah, so I, I would favor the Chiefs over the Bills right now, but uh, both are contenders in my book. Um, and then you get to the next kind of tier of teams, and that, and that they're 8-4, and four, the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Dolphins. Um, I think the Bengals are by far the biggest threat of these three teams. Um, they've got the best quarterback. Their defense seems to play well when it matters. We saw that last year. We saw that again this week versus Mahomes. They can run the ball. Um, their weapons are great. So, I was going to say, uh, Jamar won, Chase back doesn't hurt. Won four in a row. Like The Bengals are trending up. This is kind of the same thing that happened with them last year. And... Uh, I, They're going to be the three really, seed when it's all said and done. Maybe even better. Maybe even higher. Like, they just yeah. beat the Chiefs, so they, they have that tiebreaker. Um, they, they do they play the Bills, too, so if they at home, if they win that game, that's a big game, but um, schedule is pretty tough for them. But, um, but, yeah, between the Bills, Bengals, and Chiefs, I think, really, I would probably trust the Chiefs and the Bengals and the Bills, but all three are contenders. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of those things where you line them up 10 times, any one of those three, any two of those three, and it goes five and five. <laughs> I think they're that close, and I think it's going to – like those games specifically in the playoffs are going to come down to who fumbles at the critical time. Like we just saw Kelsey – Or which fumble. quarterback. What? Makes it completely or reckless. Yeah, sure, sure. Or Mahomes or Josh like Allen. Josh Allen. Advise, late throw, 100%. Yeah. But I think all three of those teams are very, very dangerous. Yeah. All right. So Ravens, um, contender or pretender for the Ravens. I'm going to say that the Ravens are pretender. I think Lamar Jackson 
he hasn't developed throwing the way I would have liked him to. The weapons are questionable. He's also hurt. Um, their defense has looked good. They're well coached. You know, the special teams will be there, but I just don't see Lamar Jackson beating two, if not three of these great quarterbacks that he's going to need to beat on the road, most likely in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm kind of with you there. I think the Ravens D can keep him in it, but yeah, the whole Bateman going down, him only being able to throw to Mark Andrews makes the Baltimore offense extremely limited. Uh, which is yeah i think baltimore needs to add a lot more speed on the perimeter like get some receivers in there who are going to make some plays like you could argue if they went out about aj brown they'd be a better version of the eagles i'll yeah, say and it. if they kept hollywood brown and 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 uh trade for aj brown yeah although i was having the debate jalen hurts for lamar jackson and i think jalen hurts is taking that crown i think he's much better throwing uh he is I, I haven't actually thought about that comparison at all ever. I'm gonna have to give that one some thought. Um what Lamar what can do Dolphins? with his legs is something else. Like, I know we've seen a lot of Hertz this year, but I I mean yeah, Hertz is a better thrower, but also he has better weapons. I think if you give Lamar those yeah. weapons, I don't think it'd be that different. I really don't. Maybe, maybe. Um this year though, I think given their situations, I'd take Hertz. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Dolphins are kind of the flashy eight and four team as well, but I'm gonna say pretender. I, I'm not a huge Tua fan. I mean, he's not bad. He's got skill position players now. He's gonna be good enough to rack up regular season wins. But again, Tua on the road, and their defense has, I think, major holes too. Um, yeah, I like I mean, McDaniel. I don't, though. Even, I don't think I have that much to add to that other than. Uh, it's going to be hard to <laughs> double cover those guys, but we've seen it done. And yeah, the whole them going to the Niners and getting hit in the mouth kind of put well, me off this team. Yeah, yeah, and and when Miami has to go into Kansas City, going to be cold. Into Buffalo, going to be cold. Into so, Cincinnati. Let me ask you this: like, Do you think the Jets are more of a contender than the Dolphins? <laughs> Man, uh, if the Jets still had Brees Hall and Elijah Vera Tucker, I would be. Liking them a lot more. I think Mike White is Garrett actually nice competent. Yeah, Garrett Wilson's great. I think Mike White's competent. Uh, they still get they still get to play Detroit and Jacksonville, so that's two wins. Um, they they have seven wins right now. So I mean, they're you don't want to guarantee it, but nine wins you think with seven playoff teams is probably going to get you in. Yeah, um, and you know, but, dude, they're gonna get in the playoffs after losing to the Patriots twice. That's, I mean, that's a good team. <laughs> if you're winning you the games that you like, that that you might not always like. Yes, I don't even think they stole one against the Bills. They beat the Bills. They deserve that win. Like they're a good team. Yeah, that that was Without a huge win. I mean, especially so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they were starting Mike White the whole season, I think that they would have probably. Dude, this is the Dilfer one. At least right one here. of those. <laughs> Yeah, they would have won at least one one of those New England games. I like I like Sala. I mean, I was I was talking to someone about it. If if uh, I'm not that sold Shanahan... on Sala. If you were if he was that good of a coach, would he have left Wilson in there the next second game against the Pats and they had three points the whole game? Are we really are we really piping up? Robert I don't know Sala if that here? was his decision. I don't know if that was his decision. He's though. the head coach. Who else is making the call? The GM's not in there during the game, being like, oh, you know, pull him, don't pull him. Like, what are we doing here? You're saying that if he was up to Sala, he would keep playing 
Zach Wilson, that's even more reason to not be on his bandwagon as a coach. No, I think I this think pulling, pulling pulling a number two overall pick, you kind of have to, um, you kind of have to like, you might have to ask the GM and owner if you, no, if you don't. You're okay with no, you don't, dude. Drew Bledsoe, highest paid quarterback of all time. Guess who puts him in over him? Belichick puts in Brady, never looked back. What are we doing here? Put in Mike White, put in the guy that you know is not going to cost you the game with three interceptions. Ridiculous. Yeah, but now Zach Wilson's career is basically over. Not saying that he was ever going to be good, but like, who cares? He's like the Josh Rosen of quarter. It doesn't matter. He's never, if he was never that good to take the field in the first place, I agree. I agree, but when you're reporting to someone, I feel like you might. Matt Flynn, the Seahawks paid him a fuck ton of money, and they put in Russell Wilson in this third or fourth round draft pick out of nowhere, and no one ever heard of it. And that worked out great. Yeah, but that easily could have been approved by by the GM and ownership. Like, Pulling a second round pick mid game is a little bit tough. I I think Sala though, if Shanahan never hired Sala, I don't know if Shanahan would still have a job. Like Sala built that defense. He Isn't it a fun building block of of well a what if game? Good stuff. Yeah, I mean that's what the Niner media people say out here sometimes. They're calling for Shanahan's head. They said they want Sala. Dude, no, Shanahan's a good. Co- I've seen him get to the Super Bowl with Matt Ryan. Stop it, knock it off. And Sala might get to the playoffs with Flacco, Zach Wilson, and Mike White. Good coaching. Some good coaching right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Unlike I mean, Brandon else... Staley with the Chargers. That guy does not yeah. know what he's doing. You know, his, his, have you noticed his players don't believe in him at all when he's making decisions? Yeah, I think he's just lost the locker room. I also just think that that roster is not great. Like, Joshua Palmer is their leading receiver. So I, the I like the roster. They're up. just not healthy. Yeah, but they they've yeah they've signed a lot of older players who tend to get like Mike Williams is always hurt, always yeah. has been. Same with Keenan Allen's mm-hmm. getting old. Like yeah. their defense, um, it's okay, but I, I would like to see them really develop a good offensive and defensive line and go from there because it doesn't seem like they've ever had that. Yeah, if you're not winning in the trenches, it's really hard to win NFL games. I've I've picked up on. Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, Browns with Deshaun? Do you think? No. They can they can get some magic going. No. He looked so bad in the Fair. first game, but they are five and seven and get get. I to think play this the... season is kind of a wash for this Cleveland team. Yeah, they they have one two in a row. They can run the ball. Their defense is yeah, decent. Yeah, I mean, one and of those they, the Texans they, though. So they do get the they do still get to play the Steelers, the Saints, the Ravens. Steelers I mean, are good. Yeah, though, gonna... Kenny Pickett is not at, like he's not uh, self imploding this team into losses. He's keeping them in it, so he knows. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, uh, I think that's. I mean, you want to touch on the Titans? I, I think they're a pretender. No, I mean, I think they're the, the same team, but worse than they always have been. They're the same team without AJ Brown. Yeah, they're just kind of the losing talent. Yeah, in like. But yeah, I like Rabel. But yeah, I mean, Rabel's great. Yeah. I just think he doesn't have the talent to to go yeah. anywhere. So. Um. All right. Well, if I had to predict the Super Bowl right now, I would probably go. I mean, I would probably have to go Eagles Chiefs. I was gonna say I was wondering if you're gonna go in the AFC. I think the Eagles, yeah, do look great. I think the Eagles are coming out of the NFC. Uh, there's kind of a wagon this year that can't be stopped. And, uh, yeah, I think the Bengals having just gotten there is a little worrisome. Buffalo, I don't trust at all because and only because they are Buffalo. 
And so, you know, I like Mahomes anyway, so I'm also leaning Chiefs, which I don't I don't like agreeing with you on who's coming out of these these uh divisions. So maybe I'll just say the Niners is my hot take with uh, Purdy <laughs> instead of the Eagles. But hot Purdy. Yeah, we'll see what he's made of. If he's dude, if he's like three quarters of what Jimmy G could be, I don't think it's that big of a fall off. Yeah. I don't Is that that big of an ask? Is it? We've come up, we've fallen from up here to like way down here with Jimmy G. So like, is it that big of a fall off now? We'll see. This is a big week for him, <laughs> for Brock Purdy and the Niners. What do the Niners? Oh, wow. What do they have coming up right now? Do you have that uh, on the hand? Bucks. Okay, Bucks yeah, big matchup. Good defense. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what this kid's made good of. Defense. All right, Jerry. It's good, good doing your pretenders. Let's see how all this pans out. Big week in the NFL this week. Two TV sports will be back with more NFL coverage next week. Thanks for listening. And 2TV Sports is signing off the mic.